Welcome, everyone, to episode 49 of High Tech on the Low. Efrat, how are you this morning? I am awesome. How are you? I am great. I am great. I'm really glad to have you here. And what is going to be super exciting today is that we get to talk about all sorts of things Amazon. But before that, we always want to give a shout out to Front Team with its uh, 12 communities, six different verticals, and 3,000 members all looking to connect with you. And we're here with Efrat, who is the senior partner solutions architect at aws i'm proud of you i you said that all well, to do that know? great yeah and it was a bit of a tongue twister a little bit <laughs> on the way so i i figure i got it well but listen you know what's really cool about having you in this studio other than that now i know you through all these other connections that we won't you know say and you agreed to grace me with your presence <laughs> this morning and to be on video is that you know I have always had a very big interest in Amazon. I've always thought it's very cool. I've had friends work at it in the States. I've had friends work both in the, uh, you know, we can say the businessy side of it and also the tech side. Mm -hmm. And I'm very interested to talk to someone who's in the AWS space. And I'll tell you why. I have been hearing all this talk of move to the cloud. Cloud, 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 cloud integration, everything, cloud adoption, cloud, whatever. And I feel like now that we have someone who's actually in the uh, we can say the forefront of this kind of move in the studio. I want to just pick your brain and understand what's going on. So that's what we're going to do today and understand how it can be adapted for startups, adapted for businesses, so everything like that. So first, let's start by understanding a little bit about, uh, a little bit about you. So maybe give us a little bit of an introduction for the okay. people at home. Okay. Um, yeah, just feel free to pick my brain. So <laughs> my name is Afat, uh, born and raised at Israel, um, been in tech for more than two decades, I'm going to say how long, you know, you can calculate my age from it. So, but the entire time was all about being in the technology side of things. Sure. So starting from my army service, uh, going into um, companies, majority was about it was about enterprise organization, but all of it about uh, non-functional testing. So it's all about um, high availability, scalability, mm -hmm. performance testing, mm -hmm. going through uh, being professional services, so okay. starting work with customers, and then moving into all around solutioning for the IT side. So when you look at solution architect, and it's a really, really curious wall, um, you look about solving problems, right? Okay. Customers have problems, right. you come and solve them. I always done that, but I always done that on the technical side, on the IT side, on the networking, on disaster recovery. This is really fascinating because you can think about same problems, but in a way they are very, very different. Customers are bringing very different problems and they're looking for diff very different solutions. And this is what I do in my day to day. So what is like the day to day look like for you? Let's say I'm a, I'm a guy <laughs> who comes in, I have a problem with something, something AWS related. What does your okay. day look like? How do you, how do you solve my problem? So it's very much depends. I'm working in what you, I'm, my full role, by the way, you have to add to the end of it, telecommunication, BSS, OSS, right? Okay. So yeah, I, I, didn't I know, add that. I know, I, didn't I, I didn't even try to make you do that. So <laughs> the thing about telecommunication industry, I think it's really fascinating because we're used to having these traditional phone companies, right? Mm. I'm having a phone, maybe I have a mobile, right. but these companies are becoming really, really interesting because there's a lot of experience going on uh, in transformation right. in the telecommunication. So it can be digital experience. You're having the young generation, they don't want to have like these big operators. They have some, want something lightweight, self-service, very, very easy, yeah. very easy dynamic. So food, uh, fit their age right. and fit their expectation, but it all have to be real time, right? Mm -hmm. It has to be uh, very easily, um, you can pick your own offers that you know best fits your business needs. And, uh, and then you're having uh, all the generation about 
what are we doing with the data? Mm. Like, you know, just imagine how much data is being preserved and what kind of analytics, what kind of like interesting um, insights can be doing, done about data. Sure. And there's all about, you know, going into quad plays because it's not just you had previously, you had companies like Fixed Line and then you had companies for mobile and then for TV sure. and then for streaming. So now it's all about these quad plays and the multiplays that you're getting one company providing you all these kind of services bundled. You don't have to work with different companies. So it's like it's a really interesting. And then the last one I hope we'll be able to dive a little bit deep into is all about the network side, you know, the 5G, 5G, 5G. Right. If you hear about cloud, the you hear about 5G all the time, yeah. what happened with the uh, next generation of networking. So it kind of all comes together. Mm -hmm. um, so this is, a, my solutioning is around this industry. So it's kind of like taking a bunch of different, like parts of <laughs> different parts of the solution to come together to one core solution, it sounds like. So yeah, I, I'm, my work is mostly in the ISV and enterprises. So startups have different needs, but at the end of the day, you know, you look at these big organizations, right. they used to maintain their, um, you know, IT services. And now we touch a little bit about what is AWS because my solutions is around a very specific um, uh, cloud provider, which well, is let's go Amazon. Into it. Yeah. There we go. So AWS is Amazon Web Services. Okay. okay if you want, always wanted to know, I think. Which uh, is what is different from Amazon Web Services from Amazon, right? Because I think that's also something that a lot of people don't always understand. Uh, no. Okay. So Amazon is like a, uh, more than one and a half million uh, employees, it's like a huge like business. So it started, you know what starts, starts with, with, with books and retails. Right, of course. Um, and it's still a very big main business, but Amazon is so more than that. Right. So it can be from streaming into, um, you know, you, you're hearing about Alexa, you're hearing about, you know, the Amazon Go. So there's a huge amount of businesses going on. And AWS is a part of this big uh, or organism, let's call it like this, but it's focused, it's a cloud provider. So it's focus on cloud services and we're back to the word cloud okay. didn't explain what that means. got kind of quick there Efrat, uh, but you know. <laughs> i know i know i know but, but it's the idea about cloud is really interesting because at the end of the day it sounds really boring it's providing you it services um kind of like um per, uh, in an on-demand right for your business in a pay-as-you-go model okay, and it's also like not tangible i don't boring. i can't see it right you know it's at the end of the day we're talking about the cloud which is this you know kind of large thing, which is like, yes, yeah. I put all my data there, but I'm not touching it. It's not like I can just go on Amazon and, uh, you know, buy something in it into you my house. Hug your, you, know, I know. I yeah, you can't I hug your IT. And so that's one of the problems. Sometimes <laughs> organizations really usually traditional organizations, the one that are big enterprises, they love their data center. They, they love to feel like, you know, I see my right. server. Floor it's there, one. it exists. Right. But then it's very spoiled okay. because you have to manage it right. and you have to, yeah, let's start by saying you have to procure it. Right. And then you have to maintain it. You have to make sure it's secured you have sure. to make sure that something you know goes wrong you need to replace it after a while it becomes old and then you have to uh, uh procure new ones and you have spend a lot of it resources and and attention instead of on your business right on your it resources right you have to do that so, so again it's all about what do you want to achieve you want to focus on your business and you want to have the right platform that will allow you to you know you to move this right you know, to heavy, undifferentiated heavy lifting right. out of your organization, just focus on what you do best, which is your business. And this is what cloud providers are doing. They're saying, um, we're using the economy of scale. So we're procuring a huge amount of hardware. Um, and we're not just about the infrastructure, but it's also the services on top of it. Because okay. why stop with the hardware? Okay, you got compute, you made 
sort of storage under it. But then you need databases, right? right. So you have to put your, your data somewhere. Why manage your databases? Because like it's a really complex thing to manage a database. And so basically you're saying at Amazon, then, we yeah, do it. We do it for you. Okay. So we do it for you by, by providing you not just with the infrastructure, but also with the services on top of it. Services can be in many, many domains. Um, it can be around machine learning and artificial intelligence and analytics. It can I did be hear around, about this recently. Yeah, yeah it's like, I, I think, again, this like you're having all kinds of things that are really interesting. So, so again, um, organizations want to know what to do with their data, but trying to, to put all these models requires a lot of expertise. And what we're trying to do is to make things simpler. And how by do the you fact do that, that at, at Amazon, right? Because, you know, it sounds to me, I'll be honest, I'm sitting here, I'm like floored, right? You know, it's like at the same time, you know, you have all the Amazon traditional stuff, we can call it, right? You know, all, all of Amazon, which you just kind of brought to us before. But, you know, what, I do, what I'm trying to understand here is how you guys are able to, first of all, give this type of data experience, help companies actually move themselves to the cloud, but then also give the service aspect. It seems like quite a bit of a lot of like diverse things that you are in charge yeah. of for the company. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I will tell you what. So it's almost started, but how did that begin? So how, how did AWS begin? You have to think about Amazon.com. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it and how the company started, it started by needing to put the, the data and manage this very, very big retail organization somehow, because again, all of these orders. Sure. And then Amazon.com for a decade built this competency around, you know, managing the IT and managing the platform. They said, okay, if we know to do it so well for this huge amount of um, um, uh, Like transactions, company, basically. Yeah. yeah. So might as well offer it, it to other customers. Exactly. There you go. And then it just expanded. So mm. the, the thing is about it is that you're starting by putting the basic um, offerings and then you grow and you grow and you expand. So we're talking about the breadth and depth. So breadth is all about, you know, all the time going, you know, right. more services, more this, more that. Yeah. So everything you need to think about IOT, edge devices. I hope again, we're going to touch about that because that's my passion okay. about edge stuff, edge 5G. Um, but at the same time, again, so in, if you look at on depth, we're having, you know, more, I think 15 purpose built databases because no, the, your data doesn't behave the same. Wow. We had to have like relational databases before everybody was putting them in tables right. and in connections. And right, right, right. everybody was like 15 years back. It's like you put everything in like this one or two or three databases, but they're all relational. Right. You might have data warehouse. Whoa. And then these days it's like I look at my data and say, no, I don't want to use something like I don't want to um, mitigate on on what i what i want to use i want to use something that is best fit my data mm. maybe columnar right maybe. not putting like a cookie cutter for me saying i want to put my data yeah. that works for me in the right situation now what is i'm spoiled i want i want my business to succeed and but i don't want to be needing to manage all of this because it's scary if i put too many different types i have to like maintain it and I have to patch it and I have to secure it and I have to learn how to do that. If you get that as a managed service, then, you know, it's a win-win situation because you pick the right database type for you, but someone else have this headache right. of, of really managing and patching and, and, and making sure that it's resi uh, resilient and scale and all around that. So it's like... It's a good trade-off in that it's, sense. That's exactly the point. Is that, and, and always, always the thought is business and agility. I want I want to run with the speed of innovation. I don't want to say, let's try a database and then I'm asking someone and then he'll buy IT and then he'll, he'll 
try to deploy it and then you talk. So it will take you weeks, right. weeks, sometimes months right. to start even trying to innovate. At AWS, as a cloud, you're getting to your console, click, 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 and within minutes, you get a service. You can wow. play with it. You can play That's with incredible. it. You can try it. You don't like it. It doesn't work. You know, you just... You so, just drop it. So what is it like in terms of, you know, startups in that sense, right? You know, it seems to me, and, and I'll, I, I'll be a little bit more <laughs> specific, right? You know, but, it, you know, everyone today, as I said, is talking about moving to the cloud and mm -hmm. using the cloud and whatever that means to them, right? And, you know, having, I was just at CyberTech a few weeks ago and I was, I was talking to all these cyber guys and everyone's talking about cloud security and cloud this and cloud the next thing, right? Yeah. So obviously we're headed there. And if it's not now, it'll be in a year, two, five, whatever. We're all going to, you know, I imagine we'll all be there unless the world goes uh, upside down even more than it has. So basically, you know, my question to you is why, why would a startup today, starting today, want to get involved with AWS as opposed to say start on there? We can say the startups, you know, good ideas, you know, view of what they think they should be doing. Yeah, so I, I can't believe you're asking startup questions to an enterprise person like me. I figured that the 20, enterprise have the idea. 20 years in the telecommunication industry asking me about startup. No, well, I'm actually... <laughs> I, I, I will, I, it's let, the honor. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's think logically. I'm you know, thinking, you know, startups like, uh, again, going back in time, 15 years ago, it was a hard. They start all, always in the garage. Like, you right, know, it's very traditional, start in the garage. And then, you know, they have to develop somewhere. They have to, like... Uh, um, probably like procure some hardware, maybe it's their own desktop, but then the, as they involve, and then, you know, the, they're trying to look at their, the put operations. Sure. So they need to think about development and DevOps, but not in the early stages. So they're more thinking about the application, but at some point when they're starting to evolve, they're actually stuck with how do I, if, if they're having the first customer, hooray, right. then they need to think about the same things that the organization think, like what will happen if my garage will burn? Right. Where do I put my data somewhere else? Mm. I need to back up my data. Or if I have a hack or something. If I have, yeah, what if I'm hacked? Like, I, I have to think about security. My customer, whoever it is, will want to know that I encrypt their data right. at rest and in transit. And I need to think about scaling because I need to put another desktop under my desk because I have more traffic maybe again, right. even with my first customer. So all of this is, is quite a big concern for, for startups because how do you think about growth? And how do you think about making the move from I have an idea into I have all the tools that I need in order to operate it. Mm -hmm. I know to know versioning. So right. these all of these capabilities, and it can be about operation, it can be about DevOps, even DevOps, like, you know, we all love to say DevOps, DevSecOps, sure. say FinOps, and we want to make it cheap as well. Because right. the problem is that every time you try to invest in it, you might procure something and then it, it might not work. And, and then, then you're, you're back you're to the stuck. drawing board. Yeah, yeah and, you, and you're stuck maybe with a server, maybe mm. with a service that you don't need. Exactly. The good thing about the cloud is that it's grow as your business grows. Ah, so it's very That's dynamic. Exactly. It's uh, very dynamic. You pick your resources. It's very easy. It's like a... Re almost a risk-free like play zone i like it like a big i call it like a big lego store i like what you, you just you said like, there it's like yeah. a risk-free risk play zone it's like do whatever you want come in come out we have it secure exactly. don't, don't worry and, about and, it uh, but but be mindful of what you procure because sometimes again when you're in a store you, you might you know overload your uh, cart and then you find you have a big bill so being always <laughs> minded being always minded is and we by the way as solutions architect one of the things that we do in it regards if it's startups enterprises like public sectors we are very much the navigators we are the 
um, you know, we're kind of the guide in the journey. Okay. And journey is a journey. Yeah. The God is if I'm trying to move these very big banks or, you know, you, you, you can identify these big organizations. Right. Versus the enterprise or the small Cloud guys. migration yeah. is a scary migration. It's like they're so used to one way of doing things. And then it's not just about the technical challenge or even the cost challenge. It's about the mindset. Startups are very easy. They're agile in nature. Sure. Big organization is all about, you know, how do I change my, the mindset of the people and the culture of the organization wow. to work differently? I actually like to crack these guys better because it's, it's almost a psychology involved in what I'm doing. It's the, like a solutions architect. It's like a solutions architect. Hey. Awesome, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> we love awesome because it's like AWS think like uh, I awesome. Get it. So basically. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon is also taking away our language, you know. Duh, it's like yeah, we do <laughs> taking that. our data and our language at the same time. We don't take, you give it to us and we do good use with you. There with you it. go. So it's all, and it's, then it's, awesome. it's really is a synergy. It really is about <laughs> No, um, I'm like I'm I'm a big preach. I think I love what I do. I don't I don't know if you hear that I love what I do, but I feel like, you know, it's um Making this journey successful to organizations, it's all about understanding um, where are they starting, what, where are they heading, and what kind of path are they going through. So some, some might tell us, okay, you've done one migration, all will look the same. No, not the same, because organizations have different problems. They and you mean like, different things. and not necessarily industry you're talking about. Like it doesn't matter, like, you yeah. know, because obviously the banks versus the... You know, the construction exactly. guys are different, right? But I'm saying, like, you're saying that, in a sense, no migration looks the same because of the organization. It's, it's because um, of the, the starting point is not the same. Sometimes uh, customer will come and say, hey, um, I'm good with what I do, but I would like to invest in the digital experience of my end customers. Sure. Or they might say, I have a lot of data and I would like to be able to, to analyze and, and again, get more Like manage it easier. E exactly. Okay. Sometimes it's all about cost reduction. Um, they're saying, okay, I, use, I, I pay huge amount of money sure. for my operations. I use commercial databases that I'm stuck with a very, very pensive uh, um, licensing model. Okay. I want to move to open source, but I'm so scared of it right, because right. how do I manage it? How do I how do I train my people to do that? They're so used to this kind of operation, and and we're assisting in this. So part of it is all about you know training and building the confidence mm. and the competency Very with our important. customers. And then sometimes you're having these early adopters like yeah we're having like a, a cloud strategy. We move everything and we're doing like all the organizations running forward. And then you're having the ones that are needing this really. Um, paste. They need a little hand-holding, you could say. Exactly. They need to experience it. They, right. they move one workload. They feel, you know, they get the, the feeling. They get, you know, the experience. They're there. And it takes them more time. Sometimes, by the way, it's all about them coming with scars. Like, they had a huge data set and shutdown. And they're like, oh, we my God, I'm not again. resilient. Yeah, I'm yeah. not resilient. I can't let my... It's a business-critical system. Right. I can't let my... My customer, my end customer experience, the entire satisfaction of my end customer rely on the fact that this, my system is available, that I know how to respond to spiking loads, that, right. I, that my data center doesn't become my single point of failure. So sometimes, again, trying to understand what is the reason, you know, for the, for the, the journey. Sometimes they don't even know how to articulate it. 
So we're trying to, to work with them on, on, on trying to understand that that's why. Like they the, know they got to get to the cloud, but they don't know why and they don't know how. And so you guys kind of Sometimes they don't even there. know that they want to go to the cloud and like, I don't know why cloud. And then when we start to discuss with them, they don't even know what kind of things the cloud can resolve. The bad thing about it is that when they're becoming like, um, oh, it's, it's really interesting. I'm having some of my customers like their speed of innovation, they started slowly, but as they're starting, they're getting more and more hungry. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we, we're doing several. It's like, wait, wait, wait. And I'm like, and this is amazing. When I start running after them, because they are, you know, they are on their way, they are learning, they are reading, what about this, what about this? And, and then it's become really, really interesting discussion because cool. they are not bounded to anything. They're changing their mindset. They're saying, my developers are getting the bill at the end of the day because they're taking full responsibility, not just on the business, not just on their code, but also, you know, the entire decision on what kind of services are they using, what kind of databases. They are getting all security responsibility, but they're getting all the services to do that. So you don't leave them alone. Right. You give them all the best practices and guidelines so they're not stuck on, on how do I do that. You know, they're not overwhelmed. They have all the tools to do that. And then lastly, they're responsible for the FinOps side because the, the decision, they need to understand the implication of their decision. And I think it's an amazing mindset change that you can do on a cloud because right. nobody dictates you anything and you get the full responsibility. And, and I but it also sounds like you guys like really create this full kind of like, you know, solutions ecosystem for them. Like you're basically, you know, yeah. and, and it kind of adapts based on the person. Now, with that being said, where do you kind of see, you know, and you said this before that you like very specific, you know, edge technologies and stuff. Where do you kind of see the, the industry moving to right now? Because obviously, oh. even if we're all moving to the cloud and we're not there, you know, the cloud's been around for a little bit. People know it. But what's like the next step? What's the next stage of this development? So there's a lot of like things. And, and I I think I saw it in previous sessions, like, you know, blockchains. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you like... Um, Things Take me that down I'm the, excited hold my about. Hand, I'm right, gonna you know? <laughs> I'm gonna walk you through things that I'm excited go. about. So um edge. Edge. Everything so okay. so this year was every for me is everything edge and it's interesting because wait, let's just talk about what edge is for the people at home who don't know. Edge is very so so it's a subjective term. I we like to say about edge at AWS. So we have the concepts of regions. Regions are just imagine these gigantic um data centers right. that, that are spread worldwide. So we have twenty six of them. Okay. And there are uh, constru um, constructed of availability zones, which again is all about resiliency. Gotcha. With eighty-four of them, and wow. we're constantly adding more and more. So, people that you hear about AWS most of the time, they run on the region. Um, mm, and then gotcha. again, it's it's a uh, it gives um, excellent solution for majority of the workloads. Okay, but not all workloads were born for the region. And the idea is that sometimes you're having the use cases of um, it's like kind of like the three laws. Um, sometimes you have the laws of physics. If you need a very low latency and you can't afford the time it will take to go to the region and back, sure. you're having, um, it can be, you know, on healthcare or something that, uh, um, on the network side, by the way, it's like uh, you, you need to have sub 10 millisecond latency. Okay. Then you have to have some localization. Another thing is, uh, um, it's like the laws of economics. Sometimes you have a huge amount of data. Right. 
and you don't want to move this data because it doesn't make sense to move huge amount right, of data collected. Yeah. yeah, like sensors, data sensors, or from engine, car engines, or from like uh, big camera right. videos, media. Not efficient, not resource. Just, yeah, again, not resource doesn't friendly. make sense. Right. You want to analyze, you, you want to do some processing at the edges and move just sure. the data that you want to the cloud. And the third one is the law of the land. You're not allowed to move the data. Ah, because of different compliance sides. Exactly. Yeah. You have a regulation in your country. You might not have a region. You can't move the data. It can be like uh, healthcare uh, uh, places in which you're not allowed to take the mm -hmm. customer data out. Um, so all of these are like things that we need to think about and, and more, by the way. Even in the uh, law of physics, we need to think about, I don't have connection. Mm -hmm. Like I'm on an airplane. <laughs> I'm in a car. I don't have connection. Okay. What do I do now? Right. And it starts exactly where your can't run on a region. So, and we're having a lot of services. And for me, it's really interesting because again, it means that we are, we're completing, we're not ignoring any kind of workload. So it can be from the tiniest IoT devices and IoT is another really interesting thing. That, I'm sure uh, that we, we could can have our like own have, uh, podcast about oh, that. You can yeah. <laughs> So, so it's everything connected these days, right? Everything connected, everything uh, um, you have um, you know, from the parking lots into, you know, all these kind of um, sensors and robotics in sure. manufacturing. So that's one of the, the things that are, you know, computers need to think about. And then other thing can be about, as we started saying, can be like a, a car engine. So, you know, automotives, connected cars. Um, it can be about all the manufacturing plane that we were discussing about. It can be media and entertainment that you have lots of videos and data. Um, so it's basically requires, kind of like everything. Yeah. Like it's like everything's kind of just like everything. AWS is going for it on everything. Exactly. If it's and data related, if it's, you know. Uh, even even the output. So, so I'm working um, on, on a service which is called AWS Outposts. Okay, what about is that? The use case outpost is kind of imagine that you take our own uh, infrastructure. So it's a rack, if you know, it's like okay. a cabinet with these servers on it. So compute, you're having storage on it but you get it on your on-prem one. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So if you, can't take, if you can't take your data to the region, region will come to you. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. You get, and, and then or it's, it's all about awesome, this. Right? Or yeah, you <laughs> yeah, and now you go. <laughs> so it's, it's all about the same experience because just imagine what will happen if you're having 99% of your workload running on a region, but you have to stay with some of your workload uh, because of all the reasons I said before, on your on-prem, and then what? Then you have to do everything new. So you have to have different, um, you know, you have to procure compute from some vendor. Right. You have to put like uh, um, virtualization on top of it. And then you actually have to manage maybe your containers. So you have to have your own Kubernetes orchestration on it, your own databases. And then you're stuck with two different IT people doing this because but Mostly. you guys house it under one roof, basically. Exactly. Same, ours. same, same. Same That's API, amazing. same experience. You provision it. We stack it. You know, we're providing this full configuration. We manage it for okay. you. You put it, We put it on your own data set. And then you have this single pane of glass for monitoring, for operation, for experience. And that's just one of the things about simplification. We're trying to simplify the experience also on the IT side where it's complex to manage these things. Interesting. So like uh -huh. now with, you know, we're actually, it's funny, you know, we have had like such a long time. We're getting to the end of the, of the, oh. of the podcast. And I always like to ask people like yourself, what is your advice then for entrepreneurs right now, you know, who are getting out into this field and are moving to the, to the side of, you know, cloud transformation or are considering starting their own business. And even if they're entrepreneurs and they're in their enterprise phase too as well, 
what do you what's your advice for them in terms of your role at AWS? You know, how do you suggest people get involved in this system? So I'm thinking like I think for any kind of entrepreneur in any kind of domain, just looking at the breadth and depth of services, almost anything that you want from, you know, we didn't even touch machine learning, Saika. Um, but the idea is that almost everything that you need in order to uh, flourish your idea is there, uh -huh. technically. Right. And, and you're talking to solution architects. Right. Solution <laughs> so architects. we know. It's all about the technical. I'm going to be all about technical, technical, technical. At the same time, so we can assist you to start simple, start simple. So you, you need form designing a web, uh, you know, a web page. So this thing about how do you build things simply, we have all these start kits that they can use in order to really develop something. But entrepreneurs are looking for how do I like take off the shelf some capabilities of the system quite easily and then adopt them in my idea. I don't 100%. need to develop them. They exist. And the third one is about all these kind of programs that we have at AWS to to kind of um, to again be the navig to be your companion in your journey. So these programs are more about how do you you know develop your idea? What kind of steps you need to do? So they're more they're less in the side that I'm representing on the technical side. But I think we're having the full coverage of what do you want to build. Uh, how, how do you do that? Who are your companions? And we're assisting. We even have this floor 28. Okay. Um, you heard about No, no. Floor. I'd like to know. It's actually super cool. We're having a floor at Tel Aviv offices. Okay. Um, this idea, by the way, now starting in, in many other AWS locations, um, in which is a place for both getting um, knowledge about AWS. And at the same time, it gives uh, places for startups to, to, to start there. Mm -hmm. um, Unfortunately, I'm not so much involved in it, again, being an enterprise or creature, uh, but definitely go and look in Floor 28 and get more ideas of what you can do in there. I like it. Yeah, like it it's super cool. <laughs> I, I should start working with Starts Up more. I think uh, it's really Yeah, come cool. on. If anything, this taught you this. Enterprise creature, you know, you can't take that. That's all right. You can't change it too much. But anyways, listen, Efrat, I appreciate you coming through. This was like super, super enlightening when it comes to AWS and the cloud. Um, I appreciate you giving your time. And I, I think people here are going to be floored when they hear this. So I, I'm very, very excited uh, to release it. So thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me here. I had a blast, really. Thank you. Thank you.